welcome back to the What the Fork Sunderland Review Show. It was ugly in many ways, but a 97th minute wonder goal from Patrick Roberts has grabbed Sunderland a deserved 2-2 draw at home to Watford to ensure that we will at least head into Preston next week, knowing that we very much still stand a chance of grabbing that unexpected but richly wanted and desired playoff spot. Um, Bit of a difficult one to get through, really, because positive in many ways, negative in some others, so... There is stuff we're going to be digging our teeth into. Um, I am live from Lithuania. I actually wasn't at the game today. I'm away on um, a work trip and I've been getting fed 75% alcohol. So I can't promise that I'll be completely coherent, um, but I will certainly try my best. But first and foremost, Dave has joined us. Dave, are you okay? Yes, I am. I, uh, I was totally not on the right page there. And then by the time I loaded off, we had a blank screen. So that's a bit of heading for you. Enjoy that. Um, yeah, very good, mate. Uh, elated, deflated, everything in between. It, it, oh, I just wish it hadn't come down to this close. If if we're not going to make it, I'd rather we didn't make it by eight points. But Listen, we still got a chance. We've got to be positive. And the character in the team is fantastic. We move on to Preston next week. Yeah, still a chance. I'm, I'm choosing to remain positive. Um, and like I say, I've obviously had a, a relatively decent night myself. But I think that positivity was kind of coming out for me from about quarter to seven. I'm two hours ahead here. Um, so when it comes to positivity, it's not just kind of alcohol-induced. I, I do feel like there's still a chance. And I, I think I said last week, you know, if we don't make it, it's still been a great season. It'll be disappointing to miss out and be that close, but there's every chance next week, so I'm not going to worry about missing out till we've missed out, if that makes any sense. And then then we can pick the bones apart of it, but I do get the feeling that in hindsight, either way, I'm going to feel very positive about Sunderland the AFC, which is the first time I've said that in, in quite a while. But um, also Brad's joined us. Brad, obviously you were at the game today. How we're, we're talking a few hours afterwards. It feels like hours afterwards, to be honest, but it's not. But um, how are you feeling, mate? Yeah, I'm not bad, mate. Um, not really sure how to feel. Uh, a bit like Dave, a bit elated and deflated. Um, but it's a last-minute winner keeps us in it. I did say um, last week four points would be enough, I think. I still believe that. Um, but I was going to say, as long as it happens the other way around, three points today and a point of Preston might be enough. Um, but look, it's... I was deflated more than happy to be honest but then I looked at the table and the remaining fixtures need Borough to do as a favour look if Borough beat Coventry and we win next week we're, we're in there and Borough's at home so there's, there's still going to be some twists and turns um, yeah. I mean what, what a goal it was and it did give us a big lift and to be fair give us another five minutes at the end there we were winning that because we were on but look we, we've got a point um, it still keeps us in it. There's a, a couple of teams that can't make it. We're not one of them. I think it's going to be any two from four, possibly five, depending on how Blackburn get on the night away at Luton. But, look, it, we'll just have to see how it goes, but it's been a hell of a season, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, I do not even know if you noticed you did that there, but you said last-minute winner keeps us in it. I think that's kind of how that goal is in many ways, I think. If you'd said a point before the game, you'd have been like, ah. But if you're going to get a point out of that game, it kind of maybe has to be won that way when you haven't played that well. You've scored a great goal. It's going to give you lift heading into, obviously, next week against Preston. And I think 
hey, look, I said a few weeks ago, I don't think we will make it. I still probably stand by that, if I'm honest. Um, but the things we've had thrown at us, the things we've discussed all through this this year, is it annoying? Yeah, it, it totally is. But I think ultimately it's been a great season. And I think take out the fact that Ahmad obviously probably won't be here next year unless we get promoted, which at the minute is far from certain. Um, we've still got a really good team and, and players to come back and another year's worth of experience and certainly less fear than maybe we would have had coming up last year because we can see we can more than compete in this division. We're actually one of the better sides in it. Um, Dave, I wanted to throw this one at you. I've seen a lot of people, and like I say, I wasn't at the game today. I've watched the majority highlights, if I'm completely not the honest, to give full clarity. Um, but I did see online like a lot of people felt sun and bottled it today. I didn't quite understand that. Um, I get where the sentiment come from, but I don't think you can be 2-0 down with 20 minutes to go, getting a draw and, and bottling it. If anything, I, it's kind of made me feel a lot more positive about maybe this is going to be our season um, and something funny is going to happen next week, if anything. I think that's down to the players' effort and the fact that they, they never really stopped. But um, it wasn't a great performance today from from what I've seen and what everyone said. Uh, but the fact that they got back into it, for me, Dave, shows that you know, the far from bottled it. Is that a sentiment you'd agree with? We all know what I'm like. I'm normally the one who sits on the fence and listens to both sides of the story, but I genuinely find that quite insulting that we've bottled that today because we haven't at all. You know, Watford have come with a game plan. It's a boring game plan to pick us off on set pieces. Um, Keenan Davis is a handful. Yeah, bottling it is harsh. We, Watford were boring slash clever. They, they played on the fact that we don't have someone who runs in behind. Um, listen, because I love saying listen, I've just realised I've done it and I didn't mean to edit that out for me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the guy in the shower. I know you're already listening. Um, yeah, I'm not having that we bottled it. We've got character. There was desire there. Okay, the final ball was missing a day. They have... And this backs up what you've said all season, to be fair to you, that Jack Clark is actually a very, very talented footballer who creates a lot of what we do. And we know that in the stats, 20 goal contributions in a season. And they doubled and trebled up on him today. And absolute second half, they absolutely nullified him. He didn't have a kick second half. And you've got to give credit to the opposition. I can understand why you say we've bottled it. But exactly like you've just said, 2-0 down, 20 minutes to go, two soft goals we've conceded. But who in our team is big enough to, to hit? I mean, Porteous, he's a, you're, you're a big fan of Porteous for a start. Um, he's a big lad. They had big lads. You know, Roberts was getting away from the fullback. The fullback was athletic. He was piercey. He was strong. Sometimes you just got to give the opposition a bit of credit. And for as much as we weren't very good and they had a game plan, it just kind of coincided with each other that it ended up not being the free-flowing attacking football that we've had all year. There's no there's no disgrace in that, surely. It's it's just a case of 
it hasn't quite happened at the time. But then you look at you look at going into West Brom at one 0 down last Sunday. I'm sure there was ninety five percent of the fan base, myself included, who was there, who was thinking, "There's no way we get back into this. They're just going to bully us. They're just going to put us direct." And we've ended up turning around and winning. Uh, and what the first defeat they've had there since October. Credit where credit's due for both sides of the party, I think. It's funny with Clark. Um, I thought the way the goal came was actually quite clever from Jack Clark because they did have three men on every time. But if you watch him, you hear everyone shout shoot when he's going for the ball. Three people coming towards him to try and block the shot. The way he lays it off opens up the space for Roberts. It's so clever so late on when it would have been so easy for him just to blast that. It's so clever to think if I get it off to Roberts, he might get a better chance of a shot here. I've pulled more people out of it. So even still, when he didn't have the greatest of games today and he was nullified a little bit, he still had an impact, which is which is why I love Jack Clark, really. But um, Brad, I'll throw this next one to you, obviously. I think you've been the most confident out, confident out of all of us that we, we would make the playoffs. It's now out of our hands. Um, I think essentially we we need Borough to beat Coventry by a couple of goals next week. We need a win by a couple of goals. There needs to be a goal swing. Millwall and Blackburn drawn will be quite handy, and uh, Blackburn hopefully not winning on on Monday night. And and of course, most importantly, us winning. Uh, there's a lot of things that need to happen for it to happen, but it's far from completely impossible. Um, it's just not as probable as we might have hoped. How confident are you that we can do it? Or are you kind of thinking maybe maybe not now? Still confident, mate. <clears throat> because the goal swing, I mean, Coventry's two goals ahead of us. So if they get beat by one, we win by one, it puts us level. We've got a far superior goal scored. So that's that's more than catchable, doable. Um, ideally, uh, it might sound silly, I sort of hope Blackburn pick up at least a point tomorrow night um, or Monday night whenever they play. Now, that being said, because if they don't, they've got nothing to play for against Millwall. If they do pick up points, um, they're going into the last game of the season. With They've still got somewhere to play for, so both teams will be going for it and then ideally a draw will be good in the end. Um, I'm still confident, mate. You know me, I've been confident all season. Um just having a look there. Yeah, even if Blackburn get a point tomorrow night, they won't go above us because we'll be level on points and we've got a far better goal difference. So ideally, a point tomorrow night would be great for us. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm still confident. And now the the, the the main reason being is our last game of the season is away from home. And we've got 6,000 fans going down there. Um, Preston's now got now to play for. I mean, Neither did Watford, but like Dave said, give the opposition credit. Forbia, I thought they were possibly one of the worst footballing teams that I've seen come up here this season. Their shape was brilliant and they limited us to very little for most parts. Um, yeah, I still think we can. I, I just, I said four points last week would be enough. And that's because teams are dropping points. Everyone, whoever's been in that position of it's in your hands. Seems to be the next week. <laughs> they don't want it to be in their hands and they drop off. So this week was just our turn. Um, and there seems to be always one team that hasn't been in there for very long, sneaks in at the end. There seems to be that every season. 
And that can't why can't that be us? We're, we're the team that's on the longest unbeaten one at the minute out of all the teams in the round us. So go to Preston next week, get a win, take care of what we need to do. Look, if we go there next week and then the other teams go and win, you, you can hold your hands up and say, look, it is what it is. But if we go there next week, don't pick up a win, then the other teams drop points. It's sort of like a, a uh I, I don't know how I'd feel. I don't even want to think about that really. Um but no, I, I think we'll do it. I still I really do. And that's because the, the team has given me that belief and that confidence that they can get the job done. Um, and all the other teams dropping points has given me the belief that they're going to do it. <laughs> they'll, they'll do it again. And I'm sure their fans are saying the same about us, dropping points against Huddersfield, Hull, today. I'm sure we're cropping up in the same type of conversations that we're having now. But there's just something special about this team that I believe will get us into the playoffs. You know what, I, I feel similar and I might be wrong and I could quite easily be wrong. I've said for a while I don't think we will. I think I said about 10 minutes ago we wouldn't, but I feel more confident than I probably ever have that we might. And I think that's down to the fact that, well, even today, the, the second goal goes in, you go, oh, way, oh, way. And there's still something there holding us in. The whole time there's been something holding us in. And I'm not really one for believing there's a reason for it, but I'm kind of thinking... Why do we keep hanging about almost like a bad smell in the playoffs where I think people think we shouldn't be or, or wouldn't expect to be because of the injuries that we've had? So, but I'm just delighted we're going into the last game of the season with, with something to play for. Um, I'll be down Preston next week, next Monday, and um, it, it'd be nice to have something to, to really go for. And you know, again, like we've said, I think the pressure's off us, has been all season. Um, it's not like League One where us going up's life or death, it's Pressure's off us if we don't yeah, be disappointing at this point because of how close we've got. But at the end of the day, like, pressure's not really on us. If we don't go up, you know, we're still going to be okay in the summer. We're still going to feel all right. Like, it'll be fine. What I will say is next week when we go to Preston, ideally, in an ideal world, because, you know, everyone's going to be glued to their phones and radios and what, keep an eye on another Scott. If we get an early goal, and make the other teams panic. You know, I know people might think Boa will take the foot off the gas because they're not going to finish third. But they class us as their big day out, their, their big derby. Surely, Boa want to beat Coventry for us to get in the playoffs and have that dream of uh, Sunderland, uh, Middlesbrough at Wembley. So I have every confidence Boa will get it done. If we get an early goal and the word gets around Sunderland are leading, that's going to make other teams have to come out, make mistakes, leave themselves open. But again, they'll be saying the same about us. If they get an early goal, it'll be us that have to do it. So, yeah, I, I just think an early goal next week will be massive. I think the team in the playoff race who gets the first goal last week, next week, will probably be the one to get in there. And the sort of thought process with, with Borough, is that there's every chance they could be playing Coventry in the the playoff set uh, the playoff semis home and away, so they're not really wanting to going to be playing against Coventry and letting Coventry win a game. They'll want to set the market down. They'll want to make sure that they're, they're lining up against them correctly, getting as much information as they can about what Coventry are like in case they play them either in the final or most likely as it is at the moment the semi final. Um, 
And I also don't think there'll be many teams actually wanting to play Coventry, if I'm honest with you, in the semis, because of Jock Reyes and because that they're on a decent run of form. I think they would prefer to try and fight for third as best they can. Obviously, they've got a game, I think, against I think it's against Rotherham. Um they've got during the week, whereas Luton obviously have um Blackburn. So there's is a chance it can still get in the third. Um, because it's a tough game for Luton because Blackburn still have something to play for, whereas Rotherham obviously are down the bottom, still fighting for stuff, I think. But they'll want to win to kind of try to get third and play whoever's in sixth, or ultimately, even if that's not the case and they come up against Coventry, they'll not want to get beat heading into like back to back games against the same team. But there's a lot of work to do for, for Sunderland. There's a, a heck of a lot. Dave, I know you've not really felt like we were going to make it. You felt a, a bit more like me a few weeks ago and, and up until recently. Going into the last game, obviously it's not in our hands, but but how are you viewing it? Similar to Brad, similar to me, or, or do you have your own take? Yeah, yeah I, I haven't believed that we'll, that we'll do it all season. I, listen, I wish I'd stop saying that freaking word. <laughs> It's um, before the season. I, I set out my stall. I didn't expect the flirt to be this much of a romance, let alone a flirt. Um, and that's the bit that's that's killing me. But do I? The Sunland part of my brain tells me that we're going to miss out, and we're going to miss out very short, which is, which is brutal. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna be absolutely crazy, right? If we sneak into it, we're getting promoted. And I can't believe I've just said that. But you find me any of those teams. Borough aren't gonna want to play us because they beat us first game. And had we have had a centre forward not pulled out before the match, I'd have fancied us to win that game. Second time round, we played them off the park. Um, and the one thing that any team in this playoffs, and, and everyone will fancy their own chances, we all know it's a lottery and all the other cliches that you can go with it, but there isn't a single team that will fancy playing us over two legs because we just don't lie down. And I, I think what Brad's saying is exactly right. It's a special group. And the core of it, I, I just read a tweet before we came on, Someone has said that, listen, this core group of players is is special. And with a couple of additions, we'll be flying next year. And I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that at all. Uh, one thing that really, really showed the character within, there was a couple of the lads crouched down after the game today. And kind of as if to say, we, we've we've fucked this up. We've messed up here. And Linda Gooch got round up and he was in their faces and he was throwing his fists about. He's like, get up. What are you doing? It's not over. It's not over. And I think that pretty much epitomises what this group of players is about. They are not going to lie down. Today was 2-0 down. You know, at what point do you say this team will lie down? Maybe as if Preston go 3-0 up. Do I think that's going to happen? Jesus, don't play this back. But I, no, I don't think Preston are going to go three up. So that means that we're in with a chance all the way along. I, I really, to come this close, I really hope that we do do it. But 
something has told me all year, and especially the last couple of weeks, that we'll fall short. But that's eight games unbeaten now, I think, today. We're playing ourselves into a bit of form. We've definitely got the never-say-die attitude. We've definitely got quality. I wish we had a fucking centre-forward. I wish we had Ross Stewart. I haven't said it for a couple of weeks because everything's been going all right. But I miss Roscoe. And if we'd have had Roscoe, who knows what would have been. And we said that a couple of months ago. I hope it's not going to be a season of what could have been. Fingers crossed. Yeah, me too. Um, I think today was maybe a game... We haven't noticed it for a few weeks, but I felt like today was a game where we noticed Ross was missing again, which testament to the lads. We haven't noticed that for a while, but it would have been nice to have something to hit today. But I don't want to be too critical of them because ultimately they've they've given us a chance. Uh, we know it wasn't a perfect performance today. And we normally like to pick the, the bones apart of it, but I think at this point in the season, there's not much you can do. Just plow on to next week and do, do our job and then just hope other teams don't do theirs. Um one thing I would say is I think they certainly deserve they certainly deserve to be in the playoffs and have a crack at it. The stuff they've come up against and what they've produced, even when they're not playing very well like today. And like I say, they're 2-0 down 20 minutes ago. They've not played well. They've not done enough to win the game. They've still managed to get enough out of the game to give us a fighting chance next week. And I think that's a testament to their attitude. I've honestly got nothing but to say about them. I know there's been times this season when we've probably gone in quite hard on them, Stoke at home, Cardiff, and look, the home form's probably not been good enough, that's something we could look at, but ultimately, I'm I'm scratching for negative points, it's been a good season, and it's left me with so much positivity, to the point where, like, last season, the positivity towards the end of last season, which was massively high, feels like a decade ago, because this feels like a different team, a different feeling, and it feels finally like Sunderland are not that far away from being back where we where I think we belong. Um, but at the same time, I'm patient enough for it to happen at the the perfect time, be it this season, next season, whatever it may be. Um, Brad, just one more thing I want to touch on, really. Nice, short and sharp and sweet one because it's getting late here. Um, as I mentioned before, I'm in Lithuania, so uh, I've had a few and a bit tired. So might be Ahmad's last home game today. I hope it's not. Um, a, because I want to see something in the playoffs. B, because I just would like to see Ahmad again um, at the stadium of life. But um, I feel like there's a million loan players that we could pinpoint and say how much we love them. Yanam Via, Marcus Alonso, Danny Rose going further back, Danny Wellback, uh, Wellback, Wellback even further back. Um, but for me, Ahmad's right up there. He's He's going to be some player. And we know he's going to be above this level. He's a Premier League player in everything that he does. Um, not the greatest game he's had today, but uh, watching him clap the fans at the end, that's been a real lovely story to be involved in, hasn't it? The season that I'm had and, and Sunderland and that kind of just mutual mutual affection we obviously are always going to now have for each other, Brad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, arguably, I know we've had players in the Premier League and some exceptional players really but for me I think he's the most technically gifted footballer I think I've ever seen play for Sunderland in my lifetime um, I struggle to think of one that, that uh, I, I cannot I cannot really think of one I mean I know you've mentioned Sess in the yes. past 
First Mel Bronx um, would be an argument for him, technicality. Yeah, potentially, but just for, just for pure joy of watching him, he, he's just phenomenal. And if he's not back with us next season or we don't get the playoffs, and that was the last time we see him, um, he goes with nothing but the the most respect for me and the best wishes. Um, just a massive thank you to him, really, for the football he's given us to enjoy this year. Watching him and Robert sometimes, I've said it time and time again, it was like watching two year 11s invite year 7s on the Astro turf at dinner time for a kickabout. And they just can't take the ball off them and take the absolute piss. Because, yeah. Um, I think the lads have loved having them around. You, you speak to or you listen to a few of their interviews and things, and they just say, if it going gets tough, they just give it to Patrick or give it to Ahmad and just watch them do their dazzling stuff. And it's amazing. It, it, it is, it's just been an incredible story for him, really, coming to us when last season at Rangers it didn't really work. He came to us, it wasn't really the signing where everyone was standing up and thinking, oh, that's a big one. It's sort of just like, yeah, he cost Man United a lot of money, but still a bit of an unknown. But what a fucking player he is. What a player. Sorry for the swearing, but there's just, I, I, I can't be more positive and complimentary about him. I think he's maybe he's out the whole season. I think he's played nearly every game since he came in. And he's maybe he's dipped once or twice, three times at the most, I would say. And even if he's having a, a poor game or I would like that. It, it, he has just moments of magic, and it was, yeah. At the end, it was it was like lumping your throat moment. Um, fans singing his name, Dennis Serkin singing along, giving him a tap on the head, and just letting him enjoy it with the fans. He's always going to have that love for the fans, and the fans are always going to have a, a, a love for him. And yeah, it, it, it will go on to big things, massive things. Yeah, I think so too. I think. I think he really will. I think they're going to loads of stuff. And I tell you what, I've liked most about Ahmad this season: his skill and his technical abilities. Like, yeah, I put him right up there. Um, I'd want to see him in the top flight do it for us before I say he's the best. But he's definitely up there. He's just so good. Like he's, he he does take the mix sometimes out of players, and it's it's funny because we don't really we've not really had players like that, especially not at this level. But one thing I've loved about Ahmad, and you go back to the West Brom game last week. When the team were blocking all the shots, six, seven shots in a row and chucking bodies on the line, he blocked two of them. And he's been like that all season. He's tracked back. He's tried his best. He's only a slight lad. He's not built with loads of like strength. He's built with ability and speed and fast feet. But he'll do everything he can to defend stuff. He'll try and block stuff. He'll try and get in the way of things. He'll try and tackle. I'd never felt he's ever hidden or been just a luxury player, which... I think some people thought he might have been when he came in. Because you see the, the highlights reels, he's twists and turns and everything we've seen on a consistent basis. But the thing I've liked most about him is the fact he's he's, he's pulled his socks up and he's mucked in. He's really mucked in this season defensively as well. He's tracked back. He's tried his very, very best to do all duties and every job that he's meant to be doing. Um, and he's probably been one of my favourite players that we've ever had. And I... Will be really sad not to see him in a red and white shirt, but I ultimately know that the level of player that he is, if we don't get promoted. He's a Premier League player. I don't think we're going to get promoted, unfortunately, or it's not one hundred percent likely. So it might be the last time we we do see him in a red and white shirt. But um, he's left with some tremendous memories, and if he does go back to Man United and he doesn't play as often as he deserves to. 
then there's always a home here for him, I think. Um, Dave, I'll, I'll leave you a final word, I think, and stick with Ahmad. Just going to be positive about this one today, I think. Um, I don't know if you can add anything more than what me and Brad already have, but um, Ahmad, possibly his last home game, he's been phenomenal, hasn't he? Yeah, classy. Only word to describe him, classy. On the pitch, off the pitch, uh, all the time in the world for him. Um, and it, I'd like to think that it shows a lot of younger players who may be as capable as he is that Sunderland is a good place now to come and learn your trade. Um, of course, we'd rather not be falling in love with loan players and especially players who are too big for us, essentially. But if they are going to come to us for a season, if they are going to come to us for two years and have uh, an affinity with the club and the fans, then so be it. Uh, go back to League One and some of the players that we've had, and no disrespect to them, they've been at their level, but having guys like Ahmad just proves exactly how big this football club is and how proud we should be of our football club. And to be fair, the, the team the management, the hierarchy have given us something over the last 18 months to hold on to and they've given us something back and I think the fans are giving them something back as well. So all round, just a brilliant season. One more push, dare to dream, believe, all the cliches. Ahmad, let's hope he's got, what, four more games left in the Sunderland shirt? That'd be lovely. What a what a little crescendo for him. But let's see what happens. Yeah. Best way to leave it, I think. Um hopefully we've got a few more than just the one show next week. But uh Brad, Dave, thanks for joining me at this late hour. Um hope everyone hasn't minded us being positive, but that's just how I feel. Um Moonshine does that, so it seems. Um but uh thanks so much, Dave, Brad. Enjoy your night, mate. 